This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk. Podcast. The following is a paid program. All right. Good Saturday afternoon, everybody. This is Ride at Home with Rich. I am your host, Rich Orris. And, uh, you know, talking about the new kid in town uh, from the song, I've been we've been doing that song ever since I started this. And, you know, I've been doing this for everybody for a little over three years now. Um, kind of looked at it this morning and started adding it up, you know, an hour a Saturday for... 52, well, a couple vacations, maybe 50, 50 Saturdays a year. You add that up straight, you make like an eight-hour workday, a work week. I've really only been doing this. If it were a, if it were an eight-hour workday, I've, I've only been doing this for a month. So bear with me a little bit as I still try and be the new kid in town and get my reins on all of this and, and pull it all in. But Hey, it's a great weekend. It's a warm day. It's Thanksgiving weekend. We got four-day weekend for a lot of people out there. Got to love that. I know there's a lot of weekend warriors taking advantage of uh, this four-day weekend and trying to get some stuff done around the house, maybe trying to uh, you know, work on a bathroom update or your basement remodel or something and just you know fit that in as much time as you can over a long weekend. And you know, if you're finding weird stuff going on, if you need any remodeling advice, anything on materials or, you know, how to make something work right or the best way to perform something, that's why I'm here. It's pretty much what I do all week during the week, visiting people, helping them figure out remodeling, helping them figure out the best thing to do, the best way to build, the best way to to remodel something, how to get through that remodeling process is really a big thing I do constantly. Any questions on on the actual process, start to finish, um, we do everything, and, and I've been doing this for years. So feel free to give me a call and uh, ask what you will, anything about your house inside or out. Uh, phone lines are wide open, 314-241-9797 or 866 866- Four five five nine seven nine seven, and I want to you know remind everybody about our uh, Stefanina's gift card giveaway we do every week. Uh, Twenty five dollar gift card to Stefanina's Italian Restaurant Pizzeria. It will go to one lucky caller. So when you call in and ask a question on the air, leave a phone number that uh, we can reach you at, and next week we'll. We'll draw one lucky caller, and we'll just get a hold of you, get your information, and send that gift card out to you. And $25, I'm telling you, would be a great meal at Stefanina's. I 
got a bunch of family over, uh, you know, this whole weekend staying with us up from Chicago and everything. And I wouldn't doubt if we end up eating there tonight. So call in, leave a phone number that we could get with you. We'll pick one lucky winner and we'll just send that gift card out to you. 314-241-9797. So we got a lot of neat things going on and uh, a lot of stuff, you know, coming up and everything, you know, with Mosby and and everything that we do. And, you know, so today I wanted to kind of touch on a couple topics for you as far as wanted to try and go over just the holidays, um, you know, hosting for the holidays. What should you be asking yourself? What kind of tips can we maybe give out for for actually hosting for the holidays and thinking about if you if you hosted for Thanksgiving, you know, I, I can go over some stuff about, you know, what do you really need to think about and what, you know, did you pay attention to to what happened during that? Um, <clears throat> and also uh, another thing I'd like to touch on is um, the, the the house in, in, in that survived Hurricane Michael is a big story out there. I've had it on my to-do list for quite a while that how this thing was built and what happened with this house and, and how they you know, predicted, you know, keeping this house standing and what they did for that. A lot of neat things, a lot of building science, you know, we're, we're big on that around Mosby, how you build things, you know, getting it right, getting it the best way possible. Um, and so not just, you know, of course the design is so important in, in the colors and the paints and, you know, what, what are the cabinets like and how well the things go together, but there's so much that happens behind the scenes, under the floor, behind the wall, you know, behind the siding, under the roof, you know, how do we ventilate? How do we keep water out? What's the best way to do all that? Well, so this particular house kind of sparks my my inner science geek, I think, about how, how, a, how a home is put together and, and how it's built and how, to, how you keep it healthy and everything. So I'd love to, you know, touch on some of that. And then um, uh, another thing on, on my list is... Um, just general uh, teamwork. I want to talk about, you know, um, kind of Thanksgiving. Like, what are you thankful for? Well, our field and our field personnel and what they do on a daily basis and how how they perform and work and, you know, what are the results of what we actually do, you know, out in the field from the beginning, starting through figuring it out, designing all the way through getting everything ready and then building it. But how is that, you know, done and some of the great things they're doing and some of the results of that is, you know, pr- pretty, pretty great. And um, so I've kind of got that on my list too, but I definitely want to talk about your topics too. If you have something that's happening, if you have, you know, anything going on around your home, then now is the time to get in and uh, give us a call and I will uh, try and do my best to help you out with that. 314-241-9797. And, you know, the kind of what we do and, and, you know, how we do things, speaking about, you know, just kind of all of that, the, the experience and the knowledge that happens doing this for so long, you know, kind of you can think about using me as your, your pre-made mistake, the one that's already happened. I mean, we've got we've done so much. Um, throughout the years and so every type of job and every you know type of of 
work that we've done, we've literally messed it up at least once. And, and, and we, we record that and we mark that and we think about that. Um, and, and we make sure that, you know, we, we try not to do that again. Don't let history repeat itself. And, you know, so, but think of me as that pre-disaster guy that I've, I've done this wrong at least one time and I can kind of help you through maybe not stepping back in those shoes. And, you know, if you're about to do something and you're thinking, well, is this the best way possible? You know, I could be that pre-disaster for you and really, really help you with that and, and, and help you get through that. So feel free to give me a shout. I think we're getting to our first break here and, uh, and we'll get to some of those other topics and then we'll get to your calls when we come back. 314-241-9797. All right. We are back. It is Thanksgiving weekend. I am thankful for all the calls, all the listeners, all the, all the love out there. I, I, I see so much of it. It's really, really awesome. Um, but I did want to touch before getting into some calls real quick. Um, so down at Mosby, the next thing we got coming and it's coming kind of soon. So everybody, you know, get prepared, but, um, we have our stuff, the truck event. I've been talking about it for a couple of weeks, but I just finally got all of the information. And so we're having that event on Saturday, December 8th from 10 AM to 2 PM. I will be there. I will be broadcasting live from there. So come get on the air with me, come get, you know, uh, bring in a toy. We're also doing a food drive with that. So, um, you know, bring in some, uh, non-perishable foods, bring in a new, un, you know, unwrapped, but new toy and donate for some of that. We'll have some really cool things going on, you know, there, including like the broadcast, but we'll have photos with Santa. We'll have some, uh, food trucks. Um, we got the blues fired pizza and we got sweet divine again. Um, so a lot of neat stuff going on and, um, it's going to benefit the, the friends of kids with cancer. And of course the St. Louis area food bank with the food. So I, I invite everybody to, you know, it, it help us out, get in on that. And if you're having any of us out to your house, if we, if we are between now and then, Maybe you've got a consultant or a designer or one of us coming out to talk to you about your home or talk to you about a project, you know, grab, just grab a small toy, um, maybe a little bit of food and just, you know, give it to us at that meeting. We'll, we'll love to bring it in and, you know, get it with everything. We got this big box truck. We're trying to fill up with toys for all those uh, kids with cancer, a great cause. So be around December 8th to help us out for that. It's at our office out in, uh, Kirkwood at 645 Leffingwell Avenue. It's St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. So come out, have a good time with us, drop some stuff off, and just put some smile on some people's faces, some kids, and, and you know, some people in need of some food. Um, I, I think it's a great thing to do. So I'm going to jump on the phone here to uh, Brian, I think. Are you with us, Brian? Hey, yeah, it's me. Hey, what do you got going on for us? Thanks hey, for calling happy in. holidays. Happy holidays to yeah, you. You too. Okay. Hey, yeah, just a, a couple of years ago, I had one of my neighbors paint his roof, and it looked great. But, you know, it was a neighbor I never talked to, and I don't know where he got the stuff. And But, I mean, it still looks fantastic. And since then, he's moved. I guess he did it because he was selling his house. 
And um, I've got uh, I've got an issue with my roof. It's beautiful. It's everything's fine, but you know the the colors are running a little bit. You know mm-hmm. they're brown and they look kind of uh, oh I don't know runny. Okay. So just wanted to know how viable that is that uh, you know just to paint them black with a certain and I know it's a special kind of paint because they had it in five gallon buckets. Uh, you know to use the roller, but mm-hmm. it looked fantastic when it got done. So would you know anything about that? Uh, you know, quite honestly, I do not know a lot about that. Are you talking about shingles on a roof, like a pitched yeah, roof with roofing shingles? Roof. Um, you know, they're not worn. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're fantastic. They're, they're raised hmm. and everything else. They just don't look good. And I yeah. want to change the color. So do you have, um, like, black streaks kind of coming yeah. down on the north side, stuff like that? Well, it, it, I don't think it's mold, but you know, I I know the pressure wash and the cleaning mm-hmm. and all that. I, you know, I I'm pretty adept in all that. I just okay. I just wondered if you knew of a certain brand. Now I know there's there's brands of there is a shingle paint that you can buy and it seals it seals the shingle and I just don't know the brand name. So if you any of your listeners out there have they've done it or um, yeah, you if, know, if you, can you recommend do, a good yeah good supplier. Yeah, that's that's a that's a good thing to ask, you know, for everybody out there. If you have used, I do not know of like okay. an actual well, manufacturer ba- brand. I know of like the uh, roof coatings that they put on flat roofs. Yeah, and of you course know, the black know tar good, and yeah, stuff I know, like I know that. All that uh, boss, but yeah, uh, if you know of a good supplier, uh, you know that would be good too. Yeah, yeah, no, let's yeah. so let's well, what we'll do for you, Brian, um, is we'll do a a, a call out and. We'll ask anybody out there if you know that, you know, of that brand or if you've done this before, give me a call and, and let okay. us know. I'd love to learn about it, you know, let the let the teacher become the student here a little bit. Okay. If I knew everything, then I'd yeah. I'd say hang up, I'm fooling you, you know. <laughs> it's for All sure. Right, buddy, man, I appreciate it. All right. The service have a great holiday. Yeah, you too. Thanks a lot, All Brian. Right. Bye-bye. Um and yeah, so if anybody knows on that, um another thing that um you, you can do, and if Brian's still listening, if we don't hear anything, is um, we've got a lot of people down at our office where we have years and years of experience. It's kind of like my backup. I call it my deep bench that I kind of go to, to to, you know, find other things out or things that I haven't dealt with. We've got somebody around that that knows or has and can talk about the pros and cons. So you can call our office, too. Um, at 314-909-1800 and uh, just ask them and and we've got some good people that we can recommend and we can look up you know who's used that kind of paint ask around the office and also get back with you too on stuff like that so feel free to call into Mosby and ask about things like that also and um and so kind of speaking of Mosby I think what I'll do is start off real quick on kind of that thankful field appreciation day thing. Cause we do a lot of, of stuff around our office. We do a lot together, um, you know, rebuilding together and the toy drives and the different stuff, the seminars, try and, you know, be together as a family, educate people, you know, kind of like working as a team. It's amazing what, you know, the, the team that it takes to, to do things and having that, what I call that deep bench and all the people that back me up and, you know, everything that happens and, and, you know, it's, it's a, it's an, it's an attitude. It's a thought. It's, I mean, you got to put work into, you know, trying to do the right thing, trying to get everybody on the right page. 
and, and have everybody, you know, really working hard, you know, at a common goal. I mean, how, how do you even do that? And the more you grow and the more people you get, you know, it's small family owned business, but you get up around, a, you know, a hundred people and, you know, that's a big family. And how do you keep everybody on the same page and, you know, what's happening with it. And so, you know, looking at what we, we train and do for our field and, and how they, what they do out there, you know, is, is pretty amazing and how they handle and, and how they, they treat people and the things that we instill in them too, to, you know, it's like, how do you get everyone to know that, you know? Well, so, so the, one of the first things we do is, you know, we have a, a vision and, and a mission statement. It's like, how do you get people on the same page, you know? And, and we just had last week, I just had a meeting with some people at our office about this radio show. What's the goal of it? You know, what are we trying to accomplish for people? And, you know, we came out of that with kind of the same thing. We need to write like a directive of what are we trying to do? Let's put it down on a piece of paper that this is the goal and this is what we're trying to, you know, accomplish for the listeners, for our clients, for the company, for everybody. And so, you know, our vision is to be the Midwest's most desired home remodeling company, which makes a lot of sense because you're you're the best home remodeling company out there. You got to keep a, a, an eye on you know, staying that way. And so how you get that to everybody, you know, our, so, so we make up, we write our mission about, so the goal and the mission and what we're doing is to enhance lives and homes by relentlessly outperforming expectations for the home remodeling industry. So it's, how do you stay on top? How do you get everyone to understand that we're on top because of something and, and what do we need to do and having these things, you know, does that. And, and I just went out a couple weeks ago and I saw an old friend of mine from, from high school um, and just looking at a, a couple of entry doors for him. And, you know, he was talking about us working on his, his mother's house. And he was, and I said, oh, wow, I, you know, I, I didn't know. And I mean, this was a good, you know, close high school friend of mine. I, we literally had sleepovers, you know, um, at his mom's house and everything. And, and, uh, you know, he was talking about how she was, you know, house was cluttered, you know, bit, bit of a almost, you know, borderline hoarder. And I've had a few of these that, that I've worked with over the years. And he said, your, your guys, your people in your field, the, you were the first company that we did not have an issue with because of circumstances like this. And he was talking about how you know, one time she had to have her furnace changed and it got so bad, he ended up having to call the company and, you know, talk to them about how they treated her and all this stuff. And he's like, you know, your, your guy came in, he did the stuff he did, you know, it was great. She said, he said, she just raved about, you know, how great they were and how they respected her and all of that. And he's like, so now, you know, I'm, I'm looking for the same thing. I think it's a great thing. So, when we, when we work this hard at it, and these are the goals that we're doing. So, you know, I kind of look back and I did this a few months ago and I kind of look back again at, you know, my, my overall totals of what I do as a consultant for my clients and everything out there and the, the jobs that we work on. And, um, I've, I've kind of added up my months of every project that I've sold and how many of those projects are repeat business, a customer that we already did work for, 
coming back for a second, third, or fourth project that they just, they love what we do. This is a direct, you know, this is directly to our field and, and how we figure things out and how we get it built and how we treat them while we're out there. And so basically from January to October, I have, um, I have signed 60 contracts with, with clients, six zero, and 52 of those are repeat business, are people that have, I've already done a job for. That's 86.6% return clients coming back. And I see people all the time where they're just, you know, even when projects look good, they're like, oh, you know, I'm, I, I will never want to have them back in my house again. They, they, they took too long. They didn't communicate. They didn't show up. They did, you know, all the things that are missing. And this is, you know, what we guide our people on and what we really work at, you know, so hard at is to, you know, it's all about that service communication. You know, I, I'll never forget the owner of our company years ago. Scott Mosby in a meeting looked up and said, we're in the communication business. That's what we need to do for people. You know, we're, we're not just in the remodeling business. We're not just in the fix your house up business. It's communication. It's all about, you know, how, how we do all this stuff and how we're all aligned and together in, in all of this. And so it's, it's pretty phenomenal and it's pretty amazing. And I just wanted to say, you know, over Thanksgiving weekend here, thanks to everyone I work with, uh, all the designers that we I team up with, all the, the drafters and the people that work on projects for me, and all of the field that run it and see it to the end and, and really get it done right and get it done the absolute, you know, best way possible for, for everybody. The results, in my mind, with that right there, it means they're here. The results are real, and it's actually happening, and I think it's the greatest thing ever. So I just wanted to say, you know, thank you to all of them and remind everybody out there, you know, let Mosby come out. Let me check your house out. Let me figure stuff out for you, and, you know, let us help you make your home the best thing possible. Like, your home never felt so good to you before because that is what we do on a daily basis. So. Um, I got on a little bit of a tangent, but Mike, we got a hard break. If you could hold through the break, I will get to you as soon as we return. All right, we are back. We're having fun. We're rolling through, hopefully getting some great information for you out there. And uh, Brian, I hope he's still out there on the line. And I want to thank Mike for holding on through the break. Are you with us, Mike? Yeah, I am. So So you have some roof shingle paint. Yeah, uh, I have not used it, but I've heard about it and heard it was good. It's made by Bayer, B-E-H-R, and it's called Multi-Surface uh, Roof Paint. And they show it as being available for anywhere from shingles to metal, et cetera, for all types of roofing. Okay, yeah, and I did. So I, I searched that online and, and, and found that um, when I saw the the thing come up for you, multi-surface roof paint. Yeah, I've, I've painted metal roofs. I've done p- coatings and things on flat roofs and uh, just never used them on shingles before. So um, seems like it would not be a bad idea, though. I mean, if you're trying to just prevent the inevitable for a little while, I don't know how long it would last, but if it buys you even a couple, two or three years, 
you know, to yeah. get a new roof. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't think it would be long term, but I think that's probably what the guy's looking for. Yeah. So, um, and and Home Depot carries bear, so I'm I'm willing to bet they probably have that in there. So, hey, Mike, thanks a lot for calling in and letting us know on that one. No problem. You I appreciate it. You too. It's like going to school here. You've got everybody out there that you know. You can you can fall back on and and get all these answers. You know, two heads are, are better than one. Well, you know, a few thousand heads are better than two. That's for sure. So, uh, Mike, thanks for calling in with that one. And um, I tried to kind of look online too for him, and and don't really see a whole lot of other brands um, for that for that that actually say shingles though. But um, I would imagine it's relatively newer for actually putting it putting it on a actual asphalt roofing shingle. So, um, so Brian, there you go, Bear. You can probably find that at Home Depot, and good luck painting that roof. And I'd love to hear how long something like that lasts for you, also. And and for everybody else out there, if you've got anything going on, if you have any questions or anything, you uh, you know want to want to jump in on or anything you even want to suggest, give me a call 314-241-9797. We'd love to help you out on this, uh, nice long Thanksgiving weekend. And, um, so the, the other thing I wanted, did want to kind of touch on, and, um, I did put a little, uh, little post out there this morning on some of my social media of, we, we took a, a photo of, our family that's visiting, um, all of us and, and, you know, come in for Thanksgiving and they're in from Chicago and, um, my, my in-laws and everybody, and we're all just kind of jam packed in on our big sectional couch and, and took a, took a picture of, of, well, almost everybody on there. Some of them didn't make it into the picture, but, um, you know, a lot of people. And, and my, so my question was, you know, where, where does your family gather throughout the holidays? And, you know, touching on, you know, what happens when you're hosting and, you know, how does your, your, your house function? How does, how does everything work? You know, what to think about when, when you're, you know, in your kitchen and stuff like that. This is something that, you know, here at Mosby, we do our designers and stuff do on a daily basis. And, you know, they ask these key questions and, and, you know, basically pull information out of clients to really be able to put together, you know, the, the best thing for them when you are looking for, you know, some type of remodeling jobs. And of course, kitchens are probably the biggest for Thanksgiving, you know, Christmas, stuff like that. And when you think about, you know, so if you host it over Thanksgiving and you think about, you know, sit, sit back and think about what happened, you know, during that time, where did everybody go? How did it work for you? You know, when they came in, did they, did they have space? Um, you know, how did it work? So, you know, some of the, the questions you could be asking is, you know, was there enough room in your kitchen for, for multiple cooks? You know, when you're, when you're going around and, you know, my wife's kind of pre-preparing stuff because then her mother's going to come over and start taking over some of the oven with things that they're bringing and, you know, I'm deep frying the turkey outside because we only have so much room. And honestly, I think that's the best way to do it. I mean, it's at least once a year. It's probably not the healthiest thing for you, but once a year, go all out. It is the, it's phenomenal how good that is. So we're all kind of spread out doing our thing. Who's where, you know, 
does your space a lot for that, you know? Um, so can, can you both, you know, does your kitchen allow for both cooking and socializing? You know, were there people that could gather and talk and, cause you know, the kitchen has been known as the heart of the home for so long and, you know, everybody, that's where everybody wants to be. They want to be around, you know, everyone when you've got one person cooking and you think about years ago, how they made homes and they sectioned that stuff off and everything was broken up and, you know, you didn't dare go near the kitchen and they were oh, out of the kitchen, you know, leave. And, and so that person never really got to be a part of everything. They were, you know, they're, they're working so hard and everything. Um, and, and they're closed off and sectioned off. So now we've opened everything up and that's how we kind of bring that, that person and the rest of that family back into that whole socializing thing. Um, so, um, you know, where did everyone naturally congregate? That's, that's a good one to think about, you know, is where did everybody end up going if they don't fit in the kitchen or if they, you know, how does that work? And, you know, where did they end up going? And, you know, for me, it's, you see the picture on this, you know, big sectional couch with everybody, but it's, you know, we had different ideas when we bought this house and, you know, we finished off the basement we got this cool bar down there, but, you know, you got to think about everybody and who they are and how they are. So, you know, the, the parents start coming and all this for the holidays and not everybody can make it down there. Um, so, you know, you end up trying to make that space, you know, where you can, where you can get everybody in the same space. So does that, you know, does that space even work for you? Um, you know, is there a particular room that um, nobody seems to go and do you wish that they would? And maybe, you know, you could think about how do you start to make that that happen? Does traffic, you know, how does traffic flow throughout that house? Um, is there a lot of people, can I pardon me, move, you know, excuse me, getting by and, and you know, thinking about if that happens, then then you can start thinking about, well, how, how could you possibly correct that? Um is there always a wait for the bathroom, that sort of thing? If you, if you have a lot of, you know, so do you need another bathroom, you know, or is there, is there a different way to do things? So thinking about all these different stuff and, you know, like I was just talking about with the, with the ages of people, do you have adequate lighting for all ages? Cause you know, the older you get, the more lighting you're going to need. So if it works for your kids, maybe it's okay for you. Or if it works for you now, maybe you won't later. Does it work for some of the older guests and the parents and the grandparents showing up? Um, you know, so how does all that go? So, and if you have any guests that, you know, have crutches or walkers, you know, how do they get around or, or baby strollers trying to come in, you know, and, and is there room for all of that? Um, is there enough hot water? You know, is there enough water pressure? Think about, you know, we've got a, a bunch of people staying at our house. So does, does the, does the hot water last? So, you know, my, my wife's cousin, Bob said he, he got up and was the first one to take a shower. And he said, man, when you're the first one, that water is hot. You know, <laughs> so it's kind of like, yeah, you know, so it works fine for, for four of us, but does it work, you know, just as fine when there's six or seven or eight, you know, and how you get through it. So, um, you know, think about tankless water heaters, stuff like that. There's all these different, you know, solutions that you can, you know, work through in, in figuring this stuff out. But hopefully these are just some good questions for just kind of spark you, your thoughts on, 
you know, how did things work for you? And of course, you know, the, the last one on the list here is, is the, the old, uh, the, the, I should say the new electronic stuff, you know, how wired is your home? Is there enough charging stations? Do you have outlets with the little USB thing on it for charging phones? You know, does it work for everyone's phones and gadgets and, and all that stuff? Um, cause there's so much of that anymore that, you know, it's, it's, it's just amazing what you need. So you find people walking around, plugging their stuff in far away from you, then, then start to think about, is there a way to put that in the space and, and put that closer to you so that, you know, everybody can still kind of stay connected and, and stay with you even, you know, while they're, we're charging up and, and doing all of that. Cause you know, you know, that's a big thing. It's, it's crazy all the phones and the gadgets now that need to be charged and everything. So um, I think uh, next I'm going to do some uh, some tips for hosting. We've got um, we did a blog and we've got six tips for actually hosting for the holidays. So we're going to get into our last break here, and when we return, we'll talk about those tips. All right. Hopefully your house is not in the middle of the street. <laughs> That could uh, cause a problem. Um, but yeah, so uh, I just want to remind everybody, get in on that Stefanina's $25 gift card. We've got plenty of time in the last segment here. If you want to give me a call and ask a question, I'd love to help you out. 314-241-9797 or 866-455-9797. So, um, so, so we did a blog that was... Uh, six tips for uh, holiday hosting. And, and you can go to our website and, and find, you know, any of this information, go to callmosby.com, C-A-L-L-M-O-S-B-Y.com. And all of our uh, past blogs, you can get to, to the one from this week, you get to all the past one, you can find radio stuff, question stuff, all of our photos, you know, jobs that we've done, all of our employees, you can look up our bios and, and all of that stuff. Um, and you know, it was kind of interesting cause we just redid our bios. And I think this was, you know, another thinking outside the box thing that we did here at Mosby that we, we they just asked us a bunch of uh, different questions, um, and, and produced a, a new kind of bio sheet for all of us. Cause when you, when you've got, you know, someone coming to your house, it's, it's nice to know who they are. And, you know, the owner's wife, actually, Judy Mosby originally came up with the idea a long time ago of, she's like, I just like to know who's showing up. And then as they're walking to the door, I, if I've seen a picture of them, then I know it's that person. And so, so we'll send out these bios, but I was talking about my, my high school friend's mom. And so they asked us, you know, a question about, you know, one of our favorite projects and what we've done and stuff. And I, you know, I, I actually spoke about a different client, not, not his mom, but another client that I had that, you know, is pretty much a hoarder, has just, just a lot of stuff in the house. And, you know, we came in, she had a bunch of repairs to do and, and, you know, we, we will supply the services that are needed no matter what they are and, and, you know, and what makes your, your life, different and what makes a, a positive difference in it. So we, we put some two by fours out on her deck and we carried all this stuff out to her deck to get it out of the way, tarped over it and everything to keep it dry, did the repairs and everything in the room. 
got her house back up to snuff and, and then brought it all back in and kind of asked her along the way, if there are things you want to get rid of, we'll take it out right now. We got a dumpster outside. If not, we'll put it right back in here and you can deal with it at your convenience. And, you know, it just being able to help somebody like that, she was so appreciative you know, of doing something like that. So that was kind of one of my stories on my bio is just being able to help people. That's what I really want to do and the goal of what I'm doing, whether it's making a kitchen or a bathroom better or something like that. I'm, you know, we're trying to make your lives better. And that's why we do these blogs and everything. So, you know, looking at hosting for the holidays, which I've been doing a lot of, Um, you know, some of the things and some of the tips that we have is, you know, thinking about your entrance. Do you have a welcoming entrance? You know, it's getting dark earlier. We move the clocks back. Is is it visible? You know, do you have enough light outside? So think about that lighting. Um, think about maybe landscape lighting, um, to, to kind of highlight your, your walkways and stuff. And think about people coming to your house for the first time, how much that could really help them, you know, actually get, get up there, get to the door. Um, and, and do you have any decorations, you know, hung out that, that might help that also, and just make it more, you know, welcoming for the guests when they do, you know, show up and, and get there and everything and, and get to the door, you know, very easily. So now, you know, think about, so now once you come in, what happens as you greet, you know, have a coat drop off kind of area, um, Think about, you know, either cleaning out your coat closet so that then it would it would work for everybody or maybe, you know, an extra, you know, freestanding coat rack there that, you know, people can use. Or there's, you know, the spare bedroom or the spare, you know, office um, that, that's not being used, setting that up to where people can drop off coats and purses and, you know, all the stuff that, that they they have. Think about their you know, gifts, if they've brought, you know, a gift or a food tray or something, you know, have a place to set that stuff down. You know, a lot of people don't think about that because, you know, like we come in our house from the back through the garage. So, you know, we have a drop off spot. We got a spot. We put our shoes, we've, we walk, we, we have that drop zone for our keys and purses and different stuff. And so think about that coming from, you know, that, that other door. Um, another big thing is, um, a beverage center. You know, if you can do that away from the kitchen somewhere or off, you know, to the, to the other side of the kitchen where they're not, you know, disturbing what's going on in the kitchen, they can still be near, but, you know, allow them to, you know, serve themselves, have, you know, ice and everything ready to serve. Um, So creating a beverage center, you know, somewhere is really a big thing that, you know, are, are great for for the holidays and when you're having people over and everything. So kitchen, you know, think about how, what, how do you prep your kitchen for what's going to happen? You know, prepping everything as early as possible. You know, like I was talking about with my wife, kind of getting things ready and, and having things cooked or ready to go. Cause then when, when more people show up, they, they need to start using that. So, you know, prep as much food as possible before they get there. Um, you know, wipe everything down, clean everything, have the dishwasher empty, you know, clean everything and and have it emptied so that you can then start filling it up as you go and just make it easier for you at the end of everything too. Um, and of course, another big thing is, you know, having those appetizers set out, having some, 
some good yummy snacks that everybody, you know, gets to eat. Then, you know, having that stuff pre-ready, all prepped and ready to go, then it can allow you to kind of focus on, you know, mingling with people, welcoming people, and, you know, really getting to just be with the, the guests. That, then that's why you want to be there, you know. Um, you, you, it's why you're doing it. So if you're always constantly, you know, working, then you don't get to, to focus on actually being with your friends and family during that. So, um, and, and, you know, ambiance. So, you know, another, the next thing is, and we do this stuff in people's houses all the time with, you know, speaker systems and, you know, in-home pre-wired stuff that, um, and, and nowadays everything's going wireless that you can put all these little gadgets around the house and you could just ask Alexa to start playing music or something. So, you know, having something like that playing softly in the background, maybe some holiday music or whatever, um, dimming lights in certain areas, you know, kind of setting that ambiance and that mood for, for what's happening. And, you know, keeping that music at a decent level is good because, it, you know, it, it, people aren't trying to feel like they shout over it or, you know, they can really, you know, let them talk, let them, let them get to know one another, let them, you know, do all that stuff. It's, it's really a great thing. Um, and, you know, the last one is that it is. It's all about the people. It's all about, that's why you're doing this stuff, you know. Make sure you get the time to sit down with your guests doing all these steps, you know, can keep you from burying yourself in all that host work and, you know, while it's going on, and then you can actually, you know, spend time with your friends and family and, and, you know, really just have, have a good time with them. That's really what it's about. Um, and if you have any other ideas or anything, you know, feel free to, to call in, you can share them with us. You can, you know, let us know the phone lines are wide open. 314-241-9797. I can squeak one in here if you, if you had the time, um, and, and, but that's, you know, we do these blogs every week or two. We do a lot of stuff like this to try and service and, you know, kind of, kind of help everybody out is, is that main goal. Um, so I think here towards the end, the last thing I want to try and squeeze in here and, and hopefully, uh, if I don't have time to finish up, I can touch on it more later, but I wanted to talk about this house that survived, um, the, the hurricane, that big hurricane, Michael, I know it was a few months ago, but you know, it was down in Florida. The, this house is called the sand palace and it was literally built to last a hurricane. I mean, they thought more so than any other home around there, really how to make this thing, you know, last through a hurricane. So they built this thing on like 40 foot pilings that were buried down um, and, and they really did a lot of stuff to, to, you know, build this thing up and make it last for that. And so they, they built this place to withstand 250 mile per hour winds. Um, and it's basically, it's basically fashioned from poured concrete reinforced, um, by steel cables and rebar and, um, additional concrete on the corners of the house. Um, they really, the, the architect designed this thing to, to withstand something that, you know, most people would say really shouldn't even hit there. It was in a spot where, you know, it, it the, the hurricanes aren't that, aren't supposed to be that strong there, but with everything that's changing and, you know, I'm, I'm no scientist, but the global warming, all the different things they're talking about how this stuff you know, changes and everything. Well, well, it hit there. 
you know, and so the actual codes in the area for where that is does not, you know, say it has to withstand any, any like that. They're actually about 120 to 150 mile per hour winds is what the codes in that area for a hurricane are set at. So they built this to withstand almost double, you know, what, what they were kind of thinking. And they set those codes back in 2007 and haven't really thought about that, you know, since in that area, it's just not supposed to happen. So, um, you know, and if you think about the devastation that happened down there and everything too, and how that, you know, the residents, the businesses, everything, it's, it's crazy how bad, you know, that can be, but there, there's a photo of like this one house standing, um, and, and everything around it is just completely tore up and just demolished. And so the, so they, they had part of the article about, you know, what does this cost? Cause when you're in this construction remodeling is always so much kind of a cost base scenario you know, how cheaply can I do this or how much is this going to cost me? And everybody's always so focused on cost. And um, so there was an article that talked about how they looked at what they did and said it should have cost about $30,000 more um, than the cost of the typical house from building down there. Um, And this was like published in in Forbes uh, was talking about how that, that would, you know, should cost. And I find that very hard to believe. The architect actually said it, it, he didn't put out what it cost, but he said it cost almost double, you know, to really build it that way. Um, and the remarkable thing is the stairs were actually gone because it's up on the pilings, but they, they, they made it so the stairs would break away on purpose because um, that's the one piece that's connected to the house in a fashion with coming down that's hard to keep there. So they made it break off on purpose. Um, so there's a lot of thought into that. So when you think about this cost and, you know, what does it take to build something like that? I mean, if you look at even the cost of brick, you know, just changing your uh, about a thousand, 1200 square foot house to brick adds about 11,000 to $15,000. So if you think about even 150,000, that's 10%. So th- it's like 10 to 15% the cost of a home just to add brick around four sides of the home. Um, so, you know, it, it's amazing to me what you can do, but you do get into some costs with that. And, and it's pretty crazy how that happens, but it's, it's definitely worth doing when you're in a situation like that. So, Hey, I had a great time. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Stay tuned for uh, Tony Frisella and all around the yard with Frisillas. And I will talk to everybody next Saturday. In the middle of a- Get more at 971talk.com.